Blog Talk Radio. everybody. Welcome to the Neil and Princeton Baker Psychic Hour. Well, we're back to our regular time. It is Wednesday, 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 p.m. Eastern, and here we are waiting for your calls. 914-338-0164 is our call-in number. Do press 1 if you would like to speak with us. And we uh, invite you to join us on Facebook and on Twitter. The accounts on our Blog Talk Radio profile Neil and Kristen Baker Psychic, where you may follow us as well. And we really do hope that you join us on our pages. Again, that phone number, 914-338-0164. So I think a couple shows ago we were talking about Steve Irwin. just wanted to make a brief point about that. Um, we were talking about numbers in his birth date. Of course, Neil, you were saying there would probably be, would you say there would be a six or an eight in his number? And there was, in fact, a six. I was saying there was there would be a one and four because of the earth element. Essentially, and there was, there's a broken four and the four between the six and the two. But what I wanted to say about him is that we were discussing whether he transcended or not because, obviously, uh, there was a lot of great work he did for the planet. We didn't know really about his spiritual content. Probably assumed that he wasn't well, so spiritual. According to his death, he descended. <laughs> well, the the point the point is, you know, he succumbed to. I mean, he in in his field, he was, you know, helping animals, uh, marine life, etc. But he succumbed to uh, what was it, a manta ray, or what yeah. was it? Or stingray or something that killed him. So essentially, the 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 ground level factor. I mean, in his life, ended up turning killing him. So if if he didn't transcend and comes back to the planet, he's going to have karma in the first chakra because if if his death was a result of karma on the first level, which would be you know indicated by the fact that he died at the hands, well, at the hands, at the mouth of a stingray or a manta ray, then whatever, the stinger, (laughs) I'm sorry, I'm not well-versed on the terminology of, of, uh, you know, how marine. It's almost like a spear. It's right. almost like a fish, huge fishing hook. Well, the, whole, the point is he died in the earth, I mean, in the water. So if he if 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 he did not indeed transcend, he's going to come back with karma and earth because he died. He he died. Well, he didn't. In the earth. He, it wasn't. He didn't have cruel intent. He he 
he was accustomed to sort of reaching beyond the Oh, you didn't have crew and intent. Personal space. Right, and, and that created, then that could have created karma for him and ultimately resulted maybe, in his maybe. death. I mean, yeah. it wasn't cruel intent. He wasn't no. But, 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 but using animal, and I'm not criticizing, he did a great deal for animal welfare, so I'm not trying to criticize him, especially, you know, posthumously, but, but, but if he's displaying animals, like on, like you said, on a TV show and using them for his notoriety, popularity, to boost ratings, that's, that's not great intent. That, that, that may be crossing a line. Ethically. Well, perhaps, but we don't know, you know, his, his, um, just like Merlin Perkins and Bill Burrard and people who, uh, even Jane Goodall, who use animals to promote their well-being, um, Cleveland Armory, these are people who were great animal defenders. There's many, 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 but uh, sometimes you have to bring an animal into the public in order to gain education. Yeah, of course. But there's a, so there's, there's, a there's a there's also a, a how you how you educate and bring the animals to the public eye is you know, there are different ways to go about doing that. And if you're invading animals' territory and that that's not the right way. I mean who's it? Diane Fossey? I mean she lived amongst the gorillas and observe them from a distance. She didn't, you know, well, use them to the term invading animals' territory. The people who chop down um, palm, uh, the, uh, the palm oil and people who are killing the devastating the Brazilian rainforest. Uh, the, the, this is a pure invasion. People who go out poaching, who kill uh, animals and kill their babies, but to um, encroach upon a, a animal's territory for the sake of conservation or tagging to, to track the animal, make sure they're okay, uh, it, that's a different, that's, that's not really a karmic composition. That, that is in the alignment of, of uh, conservation and helping. So, you know, he was a little bit wild in his uh, persona. Uh, sure, he was. Well, right. Uh, but he didn't, he wasn't a hunter. He didn't kill animals. He was, everything was for the animal, really, basically. He created a name, but the name represented his efforts to uh, preserve life. Right. Well, I and mean, his, you know, there's the question of whether, you know, it, it, what one does in that regard is is completely pure and helping the animals. And then there comes the issue of exploitation. And if there's exploitation to gain ratings and things like that, then you're going to generate karma. But we have a caller. Let's bring on Jennifer. Hi, Jennifer. Hello, mailing person. It's Jennifer. I already said. Yes. We do, we do know it's you because we know your phone number. Um, what's going on? 4370. Um, Neil said maybe about, I don't know, two, three months ago, probably last time I called him, um, that I would be at a garage sale and find 
a valuable painting. Well, it wasn't a garage sale, but I went to the Goodwill store. I don't know if you have them in the U.S. And yeah. picked up yeah, yeah. picked up a fr- framed piece of artwork for $7, and it's worth over 500 Really? Okay. Yeah. Uh, I don't remember this, but perhaps you do. You said you were gonna. She was gonna pick up a piece of artwork, and did he say it was gonna be worth more money than you paid for it? Valuable. Yeah. yeah. So apparently, you said to her that she would pick up a piece of artwork at a garage sale, and um, and uh, it would be valuable, more valuable than what she spent, and she in fact had that experience at Goodwill. Oh, I don't remember this, which I'm surprised. But anyway, you okay. remember everything. I am surprised too. <laughs> so it was worth five hundred. The painting. Oh, I get what I'm hearing. Right. I'm guessing the artist is still alive, but he's from Italy, um, and he's got some well-known works, and they make prints of his works. But this is an original, and um, he's still alive, so it's worth maybe about five hundred now. Um, probably after he passes, it'll probably go up in price. Yeah, hold on to it for sure. Yeah. Well, you see, that's a, uh, Jennifer, that is a, um, the, the artist was from where? Italy? Italy, yeah. Uh-huh. And you would, since your footsteps took you to the Goodwill and you found this painting and it was from an Italian artist, uh, so there might be some attitude that there was a a handshake between lifetimes, and that oh. might be cases. So if you have any connection with Italy in this lifetime, that might help to explain things. If you don't, then it goes. It's much more buried than surface. Yeah, yeah. I'm thinking that you've not been to Italy, have you? I I'm wrong. Not, I'd like to. I have um, so. my my heritage is Italian, though. Uh, oh, well, Di Francesco. That's oh. well. That's I mean that's there you go. Yeah. So there it is. The connection to Italy. The, the, your last name. Wait, was it, 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 Well, they changed it when I to North America, but it, it was Di Francesco. Di Francesco. Yeah. Oh, so what day did you find the painting? Oh, my son was working. It was a Friday. It was either a Monday or a Thursday. Um, maybe a few. Well, I, I could figure it out. I'm not absolutely sure though. That's okay. Uh, well, if you can figure it out, that would help. And then, what did you pay for it? She said uh, it was $6.95, $6.95. Six, six being your, um, yeah. Yeah, being six being your master number, but together it's 15. It's, 20, together it comes to a 20, 20 equals two. two, but the, um, she's a 24, six, so the two is in the 24, and the six is in the, uh, and the amount, yes, uh, the, the main dollar price, six. The, uh, um, hold so, on, 770 we'll be getting to in just a moment. We see you in the queue. So just wanted to acknowledge that caller. Go ahead, Neil. So what this means, I mean, it's not an outstanding amount. It's not like you made a, a million dollars. But what it means is that there's a link in a past life you've had 
somehow with maybe something that was taken from you. Uh, a lot of art was confiscated during the war. Uh, I don't know if the painting is dated. You could find it out. Is. It's, it's dated, I think it was 1985. Let me just take a double check one sec. 1989. Okay, so that's a 27.9. But uh, the what's more important in in terms of that, if the painting was dated 1989, that means you were 19 years old when the painting was uh, created. And yeah. Uh, and so, you know, you got to kind of figure out what you were doing at, in during the age of 19. That would be an interesting investigation, what was going on in your life then. And also, uh, what I'm picking up on is, you know, you might want to look at this guy's birthday because you might have a connection with him. Well, what's his name? Ooh, his first name is Pascal, and oh, I hope I saved him on one of my searches because it was hard to read. But then I looked it up, Pascal. Oh crap! I guess I was unprepared to make this call. I wasn't waiting. What is this? It doesn't matter. Just what's his name? It's I, I'm sure it can be easily found. What's his first well, last name? It's Pascal, and the last name. Is, uh, uh, it's I, uh, I got a Z in it. Uh, I, you know what? I, I'd have to write it down. I wrote it down, but I put it on the computer and then I cleared my search history. What you can but do is, up, what you can do, Jennifer, is, is go and look and investigate and call us back. You can call us back. I mean, well, we have two other callers, so we'll, we'll take you. Back. We'll take you, but it may be after these two other callers. Well, probably will okay. be. Uh, okay, call us back. Uh, yeah, I will. Okay, bye. Okay. Okay. 770 is next, and then we've got 402. All right. Hi. 770, you're on the air. You're calling on the air. I have no idea. We'll go to the next call. Jesus Christ. 402, we're seeing you. Are you you there? I'm here. Good morning. Hi there. Good morning. This is Sue. You guys should recognize my number. (laughs) Yeah, I'm sorry about that, Sue. How are you? I'm good. How are you guys doing? Doing all right. Thank you. Oh. No, I just calling checking in. Um ten, I've one, been doing ten, ten, ten one fifty six, is that right? Correct. Yes. Okay. You have and to have that on paper. You have you have to have that listed somewhere, don't you? You're, I have, or are you bringing that up for me? Well, memory? you know what? I, I I remember a lot of birthdays. I remember your master numbers of five, but I did I did page back for the birthdays, to be honest. But no, I do remember cool. people's birthdays a lot of the time. So anyway, a great memory. <laughs> I do have a great memory, but it's not as great as it was. You know, as you yeah, think, ten years ago, start declining. Um, but anyway. 
Believe so, me, I know. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I was just calling. Um, I've been doing some dream work, and um, I'm working with some other people about with it and stuff, and I'm noticing the number four keeps coming up in my dream, and working. I'm wondering if something – pardon me? Okay. Go ahead. Uh, no, go ahead. Go ahead. I'll let you finish. So, I, you know, this four – Somebody had mentioned the fact that because it might be coming up, something might have happened at my age four since it comes, you know, in the context of the dream, it's just the weirdest thing what shows up. You know, somebody says something about four, like you can't do this until you're four. And so I was questioning, was there something that might have happened at my age four, you know, catalyst to, you know, my life, you know? Well, so who you've been work? I mean, you don't have to name names necessarily, but like, have you been working with someone like doing dream analysis or a psychic? Yes. I mean, what- yes, yes, both, all of the above. So you're all working with like on a classes. You're taking on classes. classes. So yes. it's not like a one-on-one thing, but you're taking a group class. Yes, I'm working on. So- yeah, because I get these these dreams that go into so much detail and stuff. So I decided it's time to start seeing what the universe is trying to tell me in my dreams or what I'm trying to work out in my dreams. Well, the, the, the most significant thing that pops out for me, and I'll let Neil talk in just probably 30 seconds, is the fact that you're a 23-5. And in the last lifetime on the planet, you know, it's successive. In, generally speaking, there are exceptions to the rule, but you were a four in your previous lifetime. Okay. Okay. So, so my last, your last lifetime, you were master number was four. You were a 22 four. And so there are things from that past. I mean, the content of your dreams would have to be analyzed, you know, cool. what the four, how the four is coming in. If you're just seeing a four or, you know, the con- we need to hear more context. But yeah, that there's, was there's my so first instinct yeah. as to why the four is coming up. You okay, know? Well, that makes Sue, sense, too. So when you look at your code, and uh, i listen carefully, you have a 101. That becomes a two. The, 50, right. the 56 in your year is also an 11-2. So now we have 22, which is a four, which was your previous mm-hmm. lifetime. So... Okay. One, something's coming up about your previous lifetime that was one of the reasons you came back. So the four okay. it represents that you came back for to, to balance out the uh, energies of your life. Uh, the imbalance that one, you didn't complete in the last lifetime. One part, okay. of your, one part of your karma may have to do with uh, the topic of, you know, somewhere in your life where you hide either had something stolen from you or you as a you know a kid or something stole something so the idea of stealing something having something stolen from you or you stealing something maybe a small item would be the first significant page to examine is anything like that make sense and what did you just last say about the age well it could have been when you were a child uh, something okay. stolen from you or you steal something, it could have even been a small item. Okay. I'll have to yeah. work on that and see. No, no, no. Can you validate whether you've had something stolen or stole something? 
as a child or at any point? You know, I have memories of innocence being stolen, you know, childhood innocence. So I don't know what happened. So you talking, maybe you're suspecting that there was some kind of sexual abuse? Yes, I, I do know. There's just been too many, um, here, look here, here, look here. Look. You know, I've been guided to look at it and release it. So that's where I'm wondering if that was. And that yeah. would have been about that age group, four, around four. That's what well, I was kind of trying to see if that's if it can head be, on there. So the thing is, you know, we're going back to past life saying, you know, you were four mm-hmm. in the past life. Then, you know, I was right. looking for code. And I was going, I was looking for the four, and I was going to let two, 12. Where's the four? But Neil picked it up in the 11, and then the five, six, which is also an 11. But, um, you know, it can bleed into the present life as well. So your instinct that there may be something, something that happened at the age of four, especially because your past life, yeah, master yeah. was a four, is resonates. For sure. Mm-hmm. You've got issues in relationships. You've got the broken uh, two in the 10-1, ten, ten and you're 56 mm-hmm. an 11. So there, that's second chakra. So the fact that there may have been sexual yep. abuse is not surprising. Yep. It's in your code that that's yep. a possibility. And not everybody with 11s is necessarily going to be sexually abused or being an abuser. But it can happen. But, and, yeah. yeah. And... And I do, you know, to me at first it was something I didn't want to believe. But then, you know, universe works this magic and it's just constantly, you know, here, when you're ready to accept it and release it. So, but that gives me a different, not a different thing, but it's like, okay, so this lifetime is being based on possibly my last lifetime. I mean, what I'm trying to heal and what I'm trying to release, which could be bigger. That may be the case. The other indications that might surface in this lifetime would be an abuse of alcohol somewhere in your history or someone around you. Her son. You're not remembering. I mean, her son is having problems. And the other one. I do have a partner that is. Also. I do. Yeah, Yeah, he is. He's very much there, you know, with constant alcohol abuse. And the other one would be the name Jordan. Anyone named Jordan? <laughs> yeah, I know who and what you're discussing there. Yes, I've had who, my concerns on it. Who is Jordan? I mean, just you don't have to reveal too much, but just give us a little bit of information on Jordan. I'm a partner to my stepson, and I'm kind of concerned with the two of them. Interesting. Yeah. What, what and does your concern involve abuse of substances? Oh well, yeah, yeah, because it, you know he is his father's son, and that's what they do. And then I was hoping maybe he'd pick up a woman, a partner that was maybe not so much into it, but she's just as much into it as he is. Yeah, that's what I was so, thinking. Yeah, that's, that's what's what scary, you know. So, so it's kind of like. Go ahead. You know, it's all around me, and I understand that. And it's just like, you know, I don't feel I'm here to, you know, get on my soapbox and just constantly bitch and bitch and bitch. But, you know, I am here reminding him, well, your body's kind of shut down because of the fact that you've been doing this since you were 14, you know. And just, 
I don't want to say too much, but I say enough. And it's not my, I don't think this alcoholism is my issue, but I'm not here to help guide him on his. Well, um, well, you see, you're, the, you're, you mentioned the four rings again in 14. But mm-hmm. the idea that, you, you, you know, this four keeps coming up is because you come down with a challenge of trying your best to balance out your life and your son's life. So your, the suggestion is to try to establish as much balance as you can to okay. restore the karma. That would be my suggestion since all of this is valid. Yeah, no. I and your son, we have his birth date. I don't know how did I. I don't know how I. I I page back to your notes. I mean, my issue, yeah. Well, no, uh, I mean the fact nine. that I turned the page and had your birth date right there. But I, it, your son's birth date was also there, but I didn't write it down. What's his oh, birth date? Okay. Nine nineteen or nine? Yeah, nine nineteen eighty. Yeah. Eighteen nineteen. 29, of course, he has his problem. 39, of course, he has a 4. No. 9, 10, so no. He, 9, 10, he no. He had such his year of being sober. No, no, he's a 30, 30, 18, 37, 10, 10, 1. He's not a 4. Yeah. He is not a 4. He has a 4. I mean, you know, tucked in between his 37, his karma symbol, there's a... Division of four, which you know suggests that there could be a problem with you know saying mm-hmm. balance, heart chakra, etc. But yeah, no, I can see know. that with him. Yeah, uh, but uh, I don't know. Maybe maybe that clarifies. Hope 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 it does in some way. Yeah, uh, no, I'll keep working on it. Yeah, and just kind of focus in on my dreams on past life, last past life. And blend it, you know, what's going on with the two past, the past life and this life, and maybe sure. I can get some answers that way. You know, and not but. to not to limit your experience to the last past life that you mm-hmm. had. I mean, there, there's karma. We all work out from multiple past lives, yeah. not just one. Don't believe me. You know, yeah, it's not just one. So we have to make that statement. Yeah, if you're ever inclined, you can call, contact you can us contact direct. Us. If not, go on with your class. But that's an option. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's an option. Now, I was curious. I was listening to you on the phone. I thought, yeah, I'll just ask him. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad you called in. Yeah, you guys take it easy. Thank you very much for all your You're help. Welcome. Good luck. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye. Yeah, thanks. Bye-bye. forgot to get her husband's birthday. I don't know. We'll maybe we'll bring Sue back on and get her husband's birthday if there's time. But Jennifer's back on here. We lost her seven seven zero. Which, what the heck were they doing? Yeah, I don't know where seven seven zero went. I there it's like what, when you call a show and then you're like having this other conversation. It's just bizarre. Okay. Ah, all right. So what did you find? His last name, so it's Pascal, and then it's I, oh, I G, like N E L Z I. N E L what? Z I. I. Z. Ignel Z. Ignel Z. Pascal. That's like Pascal sounds French. Yeah. Um, yeah, so you didn't find his birthday. 
He was born in 1948 oh. in Italy, but then moved to Belgium. 1948 in Italy, and moved to Belgium. It's hard. Yeah, I see that there's no like date. Um, I mean, like full birth date. When I just Google them, it says born in 1948. Why isn't it give his whole birth date? Let's see if I can find his whole birth date. Date of birth. No. <laughs> I mean, you know, I was thinking the war, and uh, he was so born sure. right after the war was over. Ignore. Uh, he he moved when he was three to Belgium. His first career was a musician and composer. Wow, interesting. Competition in Montreal, Canada, interpretation of a French song. So there's that French connection. I mean, his last name does not sound Italian. Oh, his first name is Pascal. His first name is Pascal. Yeah. The last is, name does look Italian to me. Yeah, yeah, the last name looks Italian. The first name looks French. Yeah. yeah. But he has, a, I mean, major connection to the passion for painting, in particular watercolor painting, led him to Paris, where he finally settled and began his work in Montmartre. Montmartre. Uh, French is terrible, sorry. He is exhibited in France as well as the rest of Europe in both personal collective exhibitions. So he has a major connection to France. Unfortunately, we don't have his whole birth date. No. 12, 15, 4. So he's a 4 on that side. He had something a move at the age of 3. Hmm. You know, sometimes if you go into people's, like he has an Instagram and sometimes people, you know, that know know somebody, even if their birthday isn't listed, they'll wish them a happy birthday, like a birth date. But, you know, yeah. Friend them on Facebook, but it didn't work. So. He didn't. He he didn't respond. No response. <laughs> his paintings are. I mean, I like his paintings actually. Naturalistic. Yeah, naturalistic. But, you know, I, sometimes paintings like this I'm not a fan of, but I think he does a nice job. Yeah. Well, yeah. He, well, he's, I've seen his paintings before, so he's he's renowned. I, I recognize his paintings. Um, yeah, that's worth a good 500. Well, and it will go up when he dies. Now. You can put a hit on him. <laughs> I like the way you think. <laughs> no, no, I don't need the karma for that. <laughs> no, no, you don't. I'm, of course, I'm joking. <laughs> he's got a, he's got a, you know, he's got a certain style. Some of them I like better than others. Um, but that's fine. I mean, he's got a, he's really of, uh, very Monet. Yeah, he's very into um, sort of. Autumn settings and for you, uh, the idea of some connection with past life might be obvious in that respect. Uh, He was was born uh, 48, he was born eight years before you, you, so eight years before, what are you talking about? He was born in 1948. She's born in 70. Well, I'm looking at that since birthday. (laughs) 22 uh, years. Which is yeah, a four. Interesting. 22 years. 22 years. And we're talking to two so about four. And he's to got maybe a be your four. father. But I want to ask yeah. you something. The connection that I'm making in regard to having a past life with him would result in this lifetime 
with some kind of eye problem or eye ailment, something to do with the eyes. So uh, I have horrible eyes. My eyes are really bad. My mom's had detached retinas. I had oh. a detached retina, and then I got a, a face healing, and it reattached itself. Okay, so there's proof there in terms of the assumption or the attitude that there was some connection you had with this man and it had to do with eyes. I believe that um, this man had another lifetime as a painter, and he had one eye. He, he had a patch on his eye uh, hmm. for a while. Um uh, in that regard, I think you lived with him. So I think there was a connection as long, as long as we're going into this past life scenario stuff. And you lived in a small little uh, apartment. It was on the second story in Paris. And you lived with him. You had a black cat. Uh, any cats in this lifetime? Yes. Okay, you had a black cat then. And it was sort of a squirmy thing. It had a horrible meow, coarse voice. But you lived um, in a second-story building. It was an apartment. And it was really old. And it looked out over, um, you know, the, the streets, the, not necessarily the marketplace, but the, but the streets in the city. And he was a painter. He was very poor. You'd have to, uh, you were boiling your water. I mean, just these things are coming up. Uh, he had terrible arthritis then, but he painted. He had a very, very small paintbrush. And you'd, ha- I, I believe you were his daughter then. And he would have, you'd, you'd clean his paintbrushes and things like that. The other one, uh, the other indication this lifetime might have been somebody who had a foot problem, like a club foot or one foot shorter than the other, or a foot problem. Now, that might have resurfaced again in this lifetime. But I think in that lifetime, kind of reminds me of the glass menagerie, uh, you had a problem with your foot. Now, you don't seem to be resonating with that. But this was past life. Uh, Well, uh, go ahead. Jennifer, say you want to say something? Well, yeah, it's funny because if, if it was Italy, my cat, my last cat that I had that passed away a couple of years ago, and we had it for about 17 years, my son named it Raphael, which was yeah. an unusual name, I thought. And uh, that would be a very Italian name. Yeah, and connected to yeah. painting. Yeah. The, the the weird thing is I'm like scrolling through his Facebook to see if I can see any birthday wishes for him, which I can't, I haven't. But he seemingly has, I mean, his connection isn't to, I mean, he's from Italy, but his connection isn't to Italy, it's to France. Everything's in French on his website. Yeah, and, I, yeah and it said he went to Belgium, so there's a lot of French in Belgium too. Right, but he lives in France now. He lives yeah. in France. So he has a strong connection with France. What about you with France? I mean, you're in yeah, Canada, adjacent to Quebec, right? Yeah, my kids all speak French. I sent them to French school. See, so there's the French. Yeah, so you you know, I mean, I there's a there's a sometimes these handshakes between lifetimes are 
they are just a sort of a payback debt. The connections don't have to have any other significance than just the mere fact that there was a connection. If this painting, um, this painting might, there, you know, you got it at Goodwill. So I believe probably in the past life, uh, what the tragedy in the past life was that when you were with this man in a past life, uh, I, I believe you both died in the apartment and your belongings were scattered. I mean, no one really knew who you were. You didn't have much family. And so you're, so when they found your, I don't know, it seems like you, you both died from gas. There was a gas leak in the house. But the, uh, but when, uh, when when you when you died, they just scattered your belongings. It seems like just whoever was around took what they wanted, oh. and so uh, pieces, you know, have reappeared. For this painting to be at, at Goodwill, this was probably an estate. The person died. They donated these paintings. Not really. There was probably no estate sale. They just donated everything. Was, so this painting was taken a long journey. What you'd have to do is, is the painting dated? Uh, just 1989. 89. Right. Oh, 89. So the painting, 89, 99, 2019, the painting is 33 uh, three years old. Now, what's interesting is that we get sort of into religious connotations here about, right. you know, we'd have to look at his religious attitudes, if there's anything in his bio that would suggest religious viewpoints to be that famous and there's some connection that it's made there's not to really religion. Anything. But what I'm seeing is um, almost like Notre Dame, that the uh, large steeples uh, on a church, very ancient church, I'm starting to see. And I believe in that lifetime, it, it was Catholicism. Yeah, definitely. And I'm sure he was, I mean, I would assume he was Catholic in this lifetime, being Italian. I mean, oh, you know. So, uh, you know, there's that energy. So, now, like at home, have? Jennifer, do you have any mirrors that are draped with jewelry, even costume jewelry or necklace or something like that? No, I don't think so. I don't have any yeah. uh, with jewelry on them. You don't have any mirrors with jewelry or anything draped across a mirror on a desk draped, or something? I've, I've got my speaker wire draped over my mirror because get the FM <laughs> signal. A speaker wire draped over her mirror? Oh, you have a speaker wire draped over? Well, I was seeing something that was in that geometric formation, if you will, something draped necklace. Speaker wire. That that mirror is right across from that painting. So Uh, it reflects the painting and it's got the speaker wire on it. It's it's across from the painting. Oh, okay. Well, then there's some activity going on in terms of the past life substance of energy that is starting to uh, speak with you. Also nearby, there might be a closet that is almost packed jammed with clothes. Not a loose clothes in the closet, but a lot of clothes pressed together. 
Well, that's funny you mentioned that too, because beside that mirror is the closet door, and there's lots of clothes in that closet. And then beside the art is um, a portable closet, like an antique closet that my grandparents would get. Like a, a, what's it called? uh, What do they call those? Those little clothes closets? Yeah, armoire. It, kind of, but it's like an like a, from the 1920s, and it's got a mirror on it, and it's just got one hook across it, and that oh, yeah. jammed with the stuff that just well, started unpacking. And oh, there's stuff that I, I thought I'd lost five years ago, and a bunch of crystals. That's what I found in that closet. Yeah. Well, uh, that's probably all indicating that there's some energy field of communication going on that's trying to speak out towards the, towards the attitude of how you were connected to this painting. It was a past life. It was a past life symbol. Uh, this narration you gave is probably in this context accurate. And uh, it's just, you know, things returning to you. If I were you, I would probably uh, look forward to any forthcoming dreams where you are on a beach and a wave brings you a seashell. Now, you won't be able to recreate that. You'll have to have it as a dream. You can't visualize it. It has to be a distinct dream. that comes up, let us know. We'll take Um, it from there. I I did have a dream where I was on a beach, and I don't ever dream of being on a beach, but this was probably around the same time I got the artwork, and I was gathering seashells. Interesting. Well... Okay, well, being that that's accurate, then I'm picking yeah. up on what's already occurred. And, you know, the beach, uh, you know, Normandy and, you know, we're, we're sort of... Back in France. We're, yeah. There's some attitude, some overshadowing of a past life reflecting on your life in this lifetime. Sometimes it's only because <laughs> you come back to the earth and past life energies follow you. The, the meaning of it is, is that it just becomes part of the mysterious fabric of existence, that it repeats itself and overflows your life and just becomes a, a, a sort of deja vu recollection that passes by like a breeze, but it still has some effect on your energy. Sometimes it's more meaningful than that. Other times it isn't. But that's what I think this is all about. I would hold on to that painting. Uh, you might... Um, you might try to contact the artist and tell him you have the painting. No, I never even thought about that. Well, he won't accept my friend request, Neil. <laughs> yeah, take a picture of the painting and tell him you have it and ask him what he thinks of it. All right. Yeah, that's a good idea. I didn't think about that. I need some bait. Yeah. <laughs> Is there a picture of what he looks like, this guy? Um, no, I don't think so. He looks pretty hip for his age. Let's I don't know which one he is. It's, it's difficult. Um, I don't know which first this. Maybe this is him. There's a lot of pictures when oh. he's in the band. Oh. It's the band pictures. Yeah. He almost looks like a doctor. Uh, if this is him, I, I don't know. It's difficult because there's lots of pictures of different people. Um, him pictured with other people, so it's, I don't know who is who. 
anyway. Um, yeah. Well, that you know, that keep hold on to the painting. There's a reason why you have it. Yeah, I, I mean, know probably- what I had. I'm like Kirsten, and I when I saw it, I was like, eh, you know what? But I looked at it, and I've got a good eye for things, and I went, I bet you this is worth some money. I'm not, I don't love it, but I bet you this is worth some money. So for seven bucks, I thought, oh, well, yeah, it's worth it for sure. Exactly. Tough to tell. Um, but, you know, I, I don't think it's going to skyrocket in value, but it will yeah. increase in value when he dies for sure. And, you know, you've got yourself a, a valuable painting for a significant, you know, savings, so a significant savings. So that's great. Okay, Jennifer. <laughs> okay, thank you. Have a great day, you guys. You too. Bye. Bye-bye. Okay, we can bring Sue back on because we were going to get her husband's or partner's birthday. Which oh, we've hello to- again. Hi. <laughs> so, so Jeff's uh, birthday is one nineteen fifty nine. So he's born on the same day. I mean, different, of course, months mm-hmm. and years. Her partner with the alcohol problem, 59? Yeah, he's got it. 11, he's got 11, 22. It's interesting because he's got a four in his crossover. 22, yeah. Um, and I've no, believed no, our relationship is a, a karmic relationship. 22. Oh, what what was he born? So 36.9, he was born 119, 1959. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, well, you do have a karma with him. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, the sure. one. Yeah. You guys, you know, the, you're, you've gotten the, your first two number. well, your first and third numbers are his first two numbers. His, mm-hmm. his 911 adds up to an 11, two, which is your first, the sum of your first three numbers. It's 101. You've got that 11 in your 56. The 22, when you reach a century, is a four. That's the number we're talking about. And, and, yeah, and 22, that's a four. 20, 22 was your karmic number in your past life. So, um, and together you become a five. Oh, yeah, because it's, it's a nine. Everything you add to nine becomes the number it's added to. So you become a 14, five, which is your master number. And so you're number. having problems. Okay. Are you having problems with him with the drinking? I mean, is that an yeah. issue no. in the relationship? I'm trying to no. It's oh, all alcohol drinking when it's excessive can be an issue in a relationship. Yeah, no. um, but you know, part of me is you know step back, step back. What is it that I am to do to balance this relationship out? You know, is this to you know. Is it balancing if you are living with this but not allowing it to affect you physically, mentally, spiritually? Or is that creating more of a karma, you know, for another lifetime to deal with it? Well, I mean, it's a matter of whether you're going to stay in a relationship with that. Mm-hmm. With yeah, that see, my thing, Go ahead. Which this is. This is a repeat from my first husband, um, whereas I could always see 
some light in him, some goodness in him, and that's why I ended up staying with him for so long until I started to do a lot of healing, and I got to that point that I couldn't deal with that particular issue with him. Even though I saw some of the light, good light, it just wasn't an effort to keep me in that relationship. So that's and where it's like, okay, go ahead. No, no, no. It's, I, so was that a problem with him as well, alcohol? Or were there other yeah. issues? Well, he has with other things, too. He, he wasn't just alcohol. Yeah, so now so this drug, is this relationship. Drug so user he was a drug user, yes, he was. Mm. More so that yeah. than he was on the and alcohol, just, but that that kind of went hand in hand. So is this something that maybe I'm clearing no from when I, maybe I... Maybe I was in the same, you know, maybe I was an alcoholic or a druggie in my past life. Is that why it's in my face? Okay. Probably. I mean, because you're dealing with it on the other end of the spectrum. Rather than you being an alcohol abuser, you've got an ex-husband who abused alcohol and drugs. You've got a partner now that is battling. He doesn't think he's battling. I'm guessing he doesn't think it's a problem. But he probably doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. He abuses alcohol, and then you've got your son who's been in rehab, and right. it's still dealing with. So you're you, you've got it. <laughs> it's in my face, issues. isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I mean, you have you have two uh, outstanding dramas to deal with. Your one zero one is an eleven on one side. Your fifty six is an eleven on the other side. You have your son, and yep. you have your partner. Um, it, it, and his first three numbers come to an 11. Mm-hmm. So, you you know, you're, you, it, it's just the way it is. You, you When we mm-hmm. come back, we face the music that we yeah. stored in our la- past life. So, you, so your attitude here is to sit, have some attitude of balance with, regarding this. Uh, mm-hmm. You've got to recognize what is karmically, what you're karmically involved in that you have to take responsibility for. And four is the balance. Not yeah. That. So coming up in her dream, so that's the balance that yeah. we're talking about here. Yeah. But you see, you, if you if you go through this episode and you find that you're deteriorating or that you you feel like you're producing a new karma, then you get out of it. Yeah. Is it, you're, you're keeping the fruit too long in the basket. It's starting to rot. So you got to be right. careful. Okay, I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I know I, the, the dream... The dream I had, I was watching my sister do brain surgery, and it was just some archaic way of doing brain surgery. And she looked right at me and said, you can do this when you're four. And I'm thinking, you know, your logical mind's coming in going, four, what are you talking about? One, I never do it. And two, how old am I when I'm four? <laughs> so that that. No, Go that ahead. brain surgery is a reconstruction of brain chemistry. It's not literally brain surgery as You're much right. as it's reconstructing the uh, brain pattern. So, you know, your your master number is five. And how old are you right mm-hmm. now? I am six, almost 66, 65. So you've inverted I, 66. There's so 11 there, 65. Yeah. Converted. Mm-hmm. So you're you're going to an inversion of energy. Probably, you know, are you the one taking the dream classes? Yeah. What you should do, yeah. uh, what you should do, yeah. Sue, 
Are you near any body of water? Do you live near any body of water? No, but I'd love to live by a beach. Okay. She, she no, goes to um, like Mexico on vacation, but she's in Nebraska. <laughs> yeah. She's like landlord in Nebraska. In Nebraska. So, <laughs> yeah. so you don't have lakes or anything. You know, if you, no, but I am leaving next week for five days on a lake, so I I will oh, be by a body of water. Like you. Then what you got to do in that lake is, you know, don't go too deep, but submerge yourself in the water. Go into a fetal position, looking straight down with your arms tucked around your legs, legs. you know, like a ball, and stay there for about 30 seconds. Close your eyes, be very still. And you're going to release something. Okay. That's good timing then since that's coming up. Uh, Well, thank you. I can feel that in my eyes. They're just swelling up with tears right now. Yeah. Well, you're getting close to releasing something that will will be very, very nurturing for you, very nourishing and satisfying. Okay. Now, I feel something close. A big change is coming. and But I've been feeling that for the last month or two, and it's just like it kind of gives me a, a positive uplift that things are going to change and be really good going forward, you know. And right now, you know, my thing is, when can I retire? When can I retire? And I'm starting to see the light at the end of the tunnel. So I just hope this crazy world doesn't get in the way. Well, <laughs> you know? The thing is, you're 65 years old right now, right? Is that correct? Yep. 65. Correct. So you're on a multiple of your master. Not only that, but that's the inversion of your year, 56. Mm-hmm. So, huh? What kind of work does she do? She does office something, right? You're I'm, like an, I'm an accountant. Yes, accountant. I'm a grant right. accountant. I knew, yeah. but some, I, knew, I knew it was something in an office. I'm not sure what. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, it's office work, but it's more yeah. elevated office work, obviously, because you're working with numbers and dealing with people's money. But the fact that you're going through a change right now, and it's, it's especially significant, not only because it's a multiple of your master number, or what is the multiple? Hold on. I'm um, just really quickly calculating 13 cycles of your master number. There are 13 cycles of your master number, but but the fact that it is the inversion of your year is significant. So you are the change that you're feeling is coming up is, you know, at you know at your at your goal. You I can be start to feel it. Right yeah. Yeah, I'm feeling it. And it's just like, okay, I have been waiting for so long. It's time to change. And it's coming. I know it's coming. It's yeah. Just, uh, Figuring that, out what it that is. That 11th hour, that 11th hour is just like, okay, hurry up. Let's get, the, you know, the clock at noon. You know, let's be done. Yeah. Or midnight. Well, you know. here is, your, is your 101 and the 56. Mm-hmm. So. Okay. Well, well, well thank you, guys. Me. I appreciate that. You're welcome. It's got me. Got a plan then and a releasing. I really appreciate that. You're welcome. Well, take care. Have a good vacation. You too. I will. Thanks. Appreciate it. Okay. Bye-bye. All right. Okay. Well, we're back on the air sometime this week. We'll be posting our show um, schedule once it is established. And uh, we thank the callers. What are you going to say? You have a mischievous look on your face. Happy trails. I don't know. (laughs) Okay. See you around, Dale.
Uh, okay, Will Rogers, right? Yeah. Roy Rogers. Roy Rogers. Roy Rogers. Roy Rogers and Dale Evans. Oh, sorry, I just mixed up the first name. Okay, we'll talk to you soon, everyone. Bye-bye.